Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And we are back with another year of Walking Dead coverage. This is going to be our Season 5 preview cast. Uh, we want to catch up on where we think people are going to uh, end up at the end of this season as far as their life is concerned. We, we like to do that. There's so many things to talk about. Sure. Uh, should we catch? Should we catch listeners up to what all we're doing? To celebrate The Walking Dead coming back. Probably, yeah. Because we're, we're legitimately excited this season. When did you start getting excited? I, I The moment I saw the trailer on the Comic-Con floor this year. I, I And I feel like that this is, hasn't been the case every year. Like, there's been mm-hmm. some years where I've been more excited. Some years I've been less excited. Notably, after season three, I was less excited. But something about that trailer really got me going. And we decided to, you know look at the month of October and see how walking deadest, how walking dead we could get it. It's, it's the greasy Rick. I think it's the greasy Rick thing. Yeah. The greasy, bloody enraged Rick, along with some cool explosions and action. Yeah. No, that got me going. Uh, so of course on Sundays, walking dead starts on October 12th on Sunday night, we will be doing a live or not alive, I'm sorry, we'll be doing instant cast like we always do. Mm-hmm. This year we're going to spruce it up once again with uh, having instant ta- or having it uh, broadcast live. Uh, if you want to find out how you can view that, you go to patreon.com slash baldmove to find out what subscriber level you need to be at to watch that instantly. Like literally minutes after the show, we'll start that broadcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday, you have uh, we, we're going to be playing through Telltale's The Walking Dead Video game season two. Yes. Every Monday evening at 7 p.m. We're going to start that. If you go to our YouTube channel on youtube.com slash bald move, there's actually a playlist that shows all of season one. If you want to get caught up and see what that's all about. It's kind of like a cross between Shakespeare in the park and mystery science theater 3000, (laughs) because we're just, we're playing the game. Uh, Our goal is to lie to as many people as possible Mm -hmm. Uh, to piss off as many people possible, to be as big as asshole as we can, and yep. if we can get the most people killed, that's a that's a bonus. We're yeah. playing like a crazier, more demented version of Shane, as much as the game <laughs> lets us. Uh, so tune into that. It's a that's that's a good time on Mondays. Uh, Tuesday, of course, we have the full cast like we always do. Wednesday, Jim has got a bunch of people lined up to help him get through some uh, classic. Uh, what you call that? Romero of the Dead movies, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're next up in line. So, Uh-oh. Is yeah. that a zombie drill one, or does I actually have to do some work on it? You are going to have to do some work. Shit. I'm sorry. All yeah. right, well, that's that, that'll be coming out Wednesdays. Uh, Thursday, I don't think we actually have anything planned. Uh, Friday, we'll have uh, American Horror Stories coming out, because we're starting that up. Uh, this Wednesday is the first episode of that. Uh, Cecily and I are going to be doing American Horror and also, I think every other Friday you'll have a movie because you just got too many of the dead to fit into the month. Mm-hmm. The other exciting thing is uh, every Friday we're going to announce a new contest where people can win. Uh, this last Friday's contest was a giveaway for VIP tickets for the Walker Stalker Con, which is going to be in a couple weeks. Me and Jim are going to be there. We're going to have got a podcasting panel. We've got a meetup. Uh, it's a really good time and a really cool value. If you want to sign up for that... You have to be uh, a subable or a Patreon subscriber or patron, uh, respective, uh, respectively. And it's no purchase necessary because you can sign up for free on subable.com slash bald move. 
register there and then send us an email to watchingdead at baldmove.com and say you want to be entered into the contest. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you got to do. Uh, we will this Friday be pulling a random uh, names out of the hats, and the two winners will get two free passes, VIP passes. So we're pretty excited about that. Uh, next week we'll have a different promotion. We'll be giving away DVD or Blu-ray copies of last season, your choice. Uh, we've got a couple other things. I wrote a book, a self-published an Amazon uh, Kindle ebook. Uh, that uh, link will be in the show notes. I'll be giving a free copy away. That's part of the party pack. What else? We're, what else we got going on? I know it's more. Uh, I don't. I don't know. There. We we definitely have the DVDs uh, and something else, but we'll we'll figure it out. We want kind of some of it to be a surprise. Okay. So all right. Don't want to give it all away. So lots of stuff, cool stuff going on. Uh, best way to keep track of it all is on our Facebook or Twitter page, facebook.com slash baldmove or Twitter at baldmove. All right. That's enough, enough pimping. Are we going to talk about The Walking Dead now? Yeah, well, we have been talking, point of fact, about The Walking Dead and the Month of the Dead and how excited we all are about it. But yeah, let's talk about but nobody's here the actual that. season now. Yeah. Uh, why don't we start with kind of an update on where we left the characters last season? They're all in a cattle car. Basically all of them, yeah. Except for Carol, Tyrese, and Little Ass Kicker. And Beth, who is somewhere She's in parts unknown. unknown. Yeah. Should we ta- have a general kind of spoiler warning? I mean, I can't... I, we've always treated anything that's publicly available information as non-spoiler, but mm. it's interesting the way that intersects with comic book knowledge, which is also public available, but people consider that a spoiler. Yeah. I'm going to keep my comic book knowledge out of it. You don't have any comic book knowledge. Yep. But we will be discussing and squeezing as much juice out of the different trailers that have been released as we possibly can to make some educated guesses about what's going to happen. Sure. Yeah, um, we we always do the death predictions for all of the characters coming into a new season. We should probably start there. You think so? Because I feel like th- how I predict the deaths is going to depend on how what, what I think they're going to do, what what they're going to do this season, and also okay. So you don't want to wrap that all up together. You want to yeah, I want to make that yeah, separately at the end. Maybe that's the end the thing all we right. do, and also because there's always some wiggle room and confusion and bullshittery. Are these death predictions for this half of the season or season five uh, entire? Uh, we'll say this half of the season, this, this first half, these first eight really? episodes. That's yeah. tough. All right. Sure. No, it's, well, it's not, I'm not trying to make this easy. Okay. That's not my goal here. Uh, let's talk about the trailer. Okay. So it looks like based on, there, there's a couple of trailers out there. There's an official season five preview and then there's like the comic con version, which is a much longer one. And there's like 15 mini trailers that all have a yeah. different theme, like trust no one or let the hunt sure. begin or yeah, the, the wild rumpus rides again and <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. Don't lose your shit. <laughs> Sorry. No, AMC, do not don't wash your, your hair. Mess. Yeah. <laughs> hair will not be washed. <laughs> uh, so I want to talk mostly about the long comic con trailer. Okay. Like the two and a half minute, uh, kind of bonanza. That's what started stuff. us getting excited. Yeah. Started a hype. When I first saw it, I was super excited. And it was in due, uh, in large part due to the explosion. thought that was a pretty fantastic See, explosion. I hate, I kind of hate the explosion because it looks, no, it looks so fucking awesome. And I feel yeah. like, oh no, in the context, that would just be a jaw dropping, like drop the mic type of moment. Oh, okay. And 
but spoiler uh, alert is that is that why you've been spoiled yeah, on the explosion of, a lot of the i don't i'm it's a curious decision to have such a huge set piece the the exclamation point of what it seems like is a huge set piece be that because it's cool it's yeah, a mushroom yeah. cloud made of zombies pretty much yeah. with a ball of fire in the middle of it that's pretty rad <laughs> it's as cool as it gets i think yeah uh so wh- why do you say that this might be the climax kind of lay out your idea of what you think the trailer is trying to tell us about this? I don't know if it's a climax for the mid mid season, mm-hmm. but I do feel like it's going to be the climax of something. I could be wrong because, like, let's say if they had a Comic Con trailer of last season where they went to the Walmart and the roof fell in, and like you had zombies splatting and zombies sure. hanging by their guts, you'd yeah. think, oh, that was well, that's just the midpoint of episode one. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. still think it would have been a mistake to show too much of that. Sure. But uh, I think that it's going to – I mean, this seems like it takes place in context of the Terminus. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has got to be the culmination of the guys and girls fighting their way out of Terminus. That's what I think, yeah. That uh, they somehow managed to rig a fuel depot to explode. And, and I so, can buy that. So how do they get out of Terminus? Because they're all locked in stock cars. Well – they don't know who they're screwing with. That's the first thing you got to remember. For, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, like I was reading articles around the web, and apparently they filmed the scene with you the told F-bomb. me this, and I did. I was speechless for fifteen seconds. He, he, there is a. I've watched it. There's a version of that ending, an alternate ending, where he says they don't know who they're fucking with. Sure. And apparently, Andrew Lincoln fought to keep that in. Uh, Scott Gipple said, "No, we're going to do another take, and we're going to make it screwing." Uh, I don't know if that was his call or if that was at the behest of the studios or amc or whatever i'll put the i'll put the link to that in the show notes in case you want to see and if there's any doubt that that's a better version there's no doubt it's a much better version and i'm not saying they had to say fucking they could do what amc always does and they could have beeped it they could have stealth f-bombed it where they dropped the audio out of it but it's still still just so much cooler guts out of it though yeah I think you got you got to hear it. You got to hear him say, and in that moment, that's what you want, right? That's what everyone wanted. Sure, I'm just saying that Mad Men, Breaking Bad has made great use of stealth f bomb. Sure, and I think it would have been a lot better than what we got. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. Um, the, the reason I bring this up is because it looks like Rick is on a mission to escape. Yeah. Now he probably doesn't know that Carol and Tyrese are out there, but from what I see in the trailers, it looks like. Carol is going to go full Arnold in Predator, uh, mud on her face, poncho on her back. That's just a beauty mask. Rifle in her hand. <laughs> yes. That's just, she's pissed from being woken up from her beauty sleep. She's got uh-huh. her night mask. She's got her maxima all over her face. <laughs> That's and just... her hair all up in curlers, and she's just pissed. Yep. Uh, the so temerity. I, I think Carol and Tyrese are going to have something to do with this escape, if not the explosion directly. Well, you know, I, I remember... When we were watching it, being very impressed by the characters actually scoping a place out. Mm-hmm. And, like, Rick buried a cache of weapons outside in case the weapons get confiscated, et cetera, et cetera. It would be interesting if, if Carol would also follow his, his lead on that, that, you know, they're kind of scoping things out. Maybe they even see that Rick and them are in that stock car. Yeah, yeah. And then Rick tells them that, uh, you know, we got weapons buried outside. And they, you know, gun up and come back and stage some kind of revolt. Uh, yeah, that car is situated super close to the fence, by the way. Like, yes. I've been to the site. And it's, it's on the outer ring. Well, you yeah. even saw that when they, they frog-marched him out there. and Yeah, that's true. You said, do said, you know, samurai, bowman, kid, share, uh-huh. whatever the hell. 
uh, it was Tanuki Mario, Tanuki <laughs> Suit Mario, get in there. Uh, that's out in the outside, so it would be ideally situated for that for them to do something. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of badass beef or in there. Or they could set up a glory hole. Either way, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of badass beef in that wagon. And if you give them a cache yeah. of weapons, I don't know. Terminus is going to know what hits them. Yep. Especially since they're not ready for it, they're they're not going to have, you know. Uh, of course, I don't know that Terminus was quite ready for the first time. For Rick and his group? I mean, obviously, they were. They're, they're hurting with the weapons and stuff. But it was mm. kind of odd to me that uh, they went from welcoming and fix them a plate. Fix them a plate, Lieutenant Yar, uh, to hurting them this intricate strategy to hurt them into the boxcars. Yeah, it seems like that plan was on tap, ready to go. Make sh- making sure they took a detour through their memory uh, room, the room of remembrance. Yeah, which is also shown in the the preview. Yeah, I think that's like the care that that's what Carol busts into with her gun and her Seems poncho like and her Noxzema mask. Yeah, uh, so I, I think they're going to be intricate in helping them get out. Uh, it looks like before they get out, they're going to be, if not tortured, at least you know showed showed the trough. Uh, and I, I don't want to get too spoilery with this. So I'm not going to say a lot about that scene, but I think, you know, they're going to uh, be raked over the coals a little bit before they get out of there. What? So, again, I'm trying to think the logistics of this. There's also a shitload of zombies in Terminus. Mm-hmm. Is it a coincidence of the zombie invasion plus Carol and Tyrese? I don't think so. Showing up? I think it's a consequence of Carol and Tyrese showing up. Really? I think they might pull a governor and let the walkers in. Huh. It's smart. Right? Yeah, no, right. right. I mean, if all of your dudes are trapped in a train car, sure, and you want to kill the people who aren't, oh, let yeah. the walkers in. Yeah, and then you can pick your way through at their leisure. Yeah. The, what's weird to me though is the trailer strongly implies that Gareth is complicit in letting the people go for some reason. Yeah. Or that I don't get. But then it seems like he's cool with letting them go, but then. There's still some antagonism down the line. I'm not sure whether this is a Pharaoh and the Israelites moment where he let his people go and then mm-hmm. immediately takes off with the chariots and gets drowned in the Red Sea. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know. It seems like that's likely. I think the scenes that they've showed of Gareth kind of saying, like, go to Washington, D.C., that's got to be a ploy. I, I don't think – because later on when you see them on the road, Gareth is not with them on sure. the road it looks like he's got a rifle and he is hunting them down and that makes a lot of sense with the idea of hunt and be hunt or be hunted right uh that concept uh just works there i guess so i just that's bizarre how they're going and i've got as a comic book fan i've kind of got an idea uh mm-hmm. of where yeah. they're going with that plot line and uh i i just i'm, I'm very curious to see how they get there now the thing I'm excited about in season five is this gym, this them to just go a full on action show. Sure. Lots of zombie stuff, lots of gross special effects, lots of people looking tough with guns, lots of yelling and running around and screaming and not too much yep. worrying about interpersonal relationships and decisions that Rick has to make and leadership struggles. They'll I've, do both. I, I feel like that's this is that's this show's home. That's where it's the strongest. And you can build some drama out of an action show. Um, Cinemax does a really good job with like Strike Back and Banshee. <laughs> I think that Walking Dead has done less success trying to shoehorn action and dramatic set pieces into a drama. 
That's yeah. how you get plot holes and shit like that. But mm-hmm. if, if they just go fully locked and loaded, I think it could be really, really awesome. Yeah, I think so. And that's the part that got me excited about it. The, the action shown in the preview, I think they end up somewhere above water in the preview, like in a building that is above water. I don't know what kind it's of building flooded, sure. is above water, but yeah, maybe it's flooded or something. Uh, a lot of well-looking zombies. Another more bloated, bloated walkers. Yeah, I'm super excited about that stuff. You got walkers uh, on fire. Walkers on fire. Walkers being sprayed with water. Uh, What's taking that? them apart. Yeah, again, it these, might work. These walkers apparently are made out of paper mache. <laughs> some of them, and you some hit of them, them are super strong. You hit them with a good blast of water, it just it just melts them away. Yeah, like pillars man. of salt. Well, uh, if they're already waterlogged, who knows? Who knows? Uh, another thing I'm excited about is Seth Gilliam joining the cast. Oh, yeah. Another Wire alumni. Uh, he played uh, Carver in The Wire. Uh, he's playing a character called Father Gabriel. In a lot of the trailers, okay. you can see him wearing a uh, Protestant-style uh, frock. And that's the other part of the trailer, the, the church. Sure. Um He's an interesting character in in the comic books, and I think it's a big hint about where they're finally trying to go uh, with the television show as well. And again, he's a great actor, uh, joining Lawrence Gilliard Jr. Lawrence Gilliard Jr. and Chad Coleman already as Bob and uh, Tyrese, respectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, very excited, very excited about the, that gentleman joining the cast. Okay. Cool. The other thing the trailer has kind of revealed is a hint to what Beth has been doing. Yeah, I think it's more than a hint, right? I mean, she obviously holds up with some people who are all about the greater good. Well, and also we remember when she got kidnapped, mm. the Cutlass Supreme or whatever they're making, it had a big, big prominent cross on the back. Yeah. And we see her in surgical scrubs and she's dealing with another looking, uh, an EMT looking person. And they got people yep. on gurneys. Is there some kind of functional field hospital out there here? Seems like it. Sure. And again, is this yet another large organized group that's operating within miles of another large organized group <laughs> that has no knowledge of each other? Or maybe they do. Probably. It would. It's going to be. I think the next level cool of Walking Dead is where, you know, we're a couple years down the line. There are pockets of humanity that have more or less figured out how to start growing vegetables again and making defensive walls. And then you've got these city States. What do they do when they come in contact with each other? Do Hmm. they fight? Is there trade? Is there exchange of goods and ideas and services? Like that's another really cool part of the zombie apocalypse that they haven't even scratched. Yeah. I mean, I guess they, they have been bordering on it a little bit with like when Rick's group, and the governor's group meet. Yeah. That touched on it a little bit, but you had a madman at the helm. Um, sure. In, in that one city uh, in Woodbury, I think, you know, you would have those crazy people. You would have the people like Rick who are willing to take people into their group. Right. Um, and that's where it gets interesting, right? If everybody's like a big kumbaya sort of group, if everybody's around a fire singing doodle bug and they say, yeah, join us. Come on in. That's no fun. That's season one of the walking dead. We've seen that. Yeah. Do you think that, I mean, it's just interesting that it seems like, is so So we, we've only seen this almost like paramilitary medic organization, right? That uh-huh. Beth is, and, and the fact that they roll around in like ambulance looking vehicles, is that their whole deal? Or is she just part of a medical unit that's in a big survivor complex? 
All we really see, I, I think we see Beth at some point running out of what looks like a hospital. Uh-huh. I think all we see is a hospital. Okay. I don't know that the trailer showed us any kind of bigger organization. Well, the Just, one, like, people in a hospital. But the one female, like I, cop I, I, or if something? she's an EMT or a cop, yeah. t- tells Beth that, you know, you we don't work for any greater good. You're part of a system now before she yeah. looks like she belts her with a nightstick or something. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I, I don't know. I just think that's, that's curious how that's going to fit together. I don't see how that kind of system works. Like where everybody just lives in a hospital. Yeah. Well, and you're all trying to treat people and like, you're just like kind of trying to be to Switzerland, the medical Switzerland (laughs) hospital. I mean, what do you do when a guy like the governor rolls up on you? Yeah. Or those assholes with the, the, the bowmans that came out of nowhere last season. Like, what do you do against those guys? I don't know. I yeah, know. I don't either. You, it's, you get killed. That'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how they, because right now there's zero connection between Beth and what the rest of the group is doing. Are they going yeah. to try to do a Game of Thrones approach where they, you know, have little slices of, you know, here's Tyrese and Carol, and here's the people in the boxcar, which is not going to be very interesting very long. <laughs> no. And no. here's Beth doing her thing. Or are they going to do more like they did last year, where they had kind of dedicated. A Beth episode, a dedicated Carol Tyrese episode, dedicated, you know, Boxcar A episode. Mm, that's a really good question. I don't know because it it, it wasn't Beth's a scenario. The scenario that Beth ends up in would have to be fucking interesting for me to care. Right. Like I don't care about Beth as a character that much. So like they did a little bit with Daryl last season to to make her better. But at this point, Beth herself is not interesting. They need good characters there. They need an interesting plot. Beth, Daryl, and Carol in the same room is, is I, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I'm uh-huh. going to. Is there a love triangle potential here? Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to say no, but only because of stuff that I've read outside of uh, doing a little research for this huh. and okay. reading on Daryl's character himself. Interesting. Yeah, because I really like the people that are repping that Daryl was asexual. Uh-huh. And yeah. that would entirely be consistent with the difficult upbringing he had and living in his brother's shadow and being abused by and neglected by his parents. Yeah. So that would make sense. But I also think that they definitely put stuff that I don't know if it worked or not, but he was certainly warming up to Beth and he was kind of yeah. always been flirty with Carol. So, yeah, it's, it's weird kind of reading what I've read and then going back and thinking about those scenes because I'm not sure what they all mean huh maybe we should have a spoiler section at the end well no we can talk about this in the spoiler section of the first first episode episode. yeah because they're not going to resolve all this obviously okay that's a better idea okay um so you want to talk about is there anything else we want to talk about or we want to get straight to the death let's talk about death do we want to talk about one other potential possible problem carol shows up with tyrese with little ass kicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with, with and, and and she's with Rick. That's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I did not like Rick's banishment decision because it was a unilateral decision that, you know, they had a functional government that they had elected. Yeah. You had a, a council member that went rogue, and Rick's r- solution was to once again <laughs> become the Caesar of the group, assume direct control, and make a... a a life-shattering decision for everybody involved. Yep. Uh, so, 
Carol comes back, do they make him inconsistently consistent? And he's like, you saved Judith, so I'm going to let you back. Or does he like, you know, thanks for saving Judith, but, you know, get on before you get spit on. Or what does he do? And, I, and how are the writers in a box here that they can't please everyone? Certainly. I think that's true. But I, I think a large portion of what they actually do has to depend on Tyrese's relationship with Carol at this point. Um because the reason I think that Rick banished her was because of how crazy Tyrese was being, right? That's like, possible. That's a big portion of it. His stated reason is, I just can't trust you. I don't want you around my family. Well, now sure. she's saved the, the half of his family. Yeah. Uh, and Tyrese is okay with her at this point, for the most part. Uh, you know, she, not confe- okay. she confessed and he understood and they're walking into the woods together. Well, not so. only that, but I think her killing crazy pants. Yeah that she obviously had a lot of love and affection for showed him that at least she's morally consistent and ethically consistent, which is more than we can say for Rick. If he takes her back, that's the thing. Rick's a fucking fart in the wind. (laughs) If she, he takes Carol back. Yeah. uh, Unfortunately, I think he's going to, because again, it's like, you know, whether you, you know, I'm a guy that values process more than outcome. If you have a good process, a good process can lead to bad results, can lead to good results. A bad process can lead to good results and bad results. I'd much rather have the good process every time because the bad process is you you just luck in the bad. That actually can make it worse because you think the bad process is working. Mm -hmm. So you got a guy who just decides what to do by the seat of his pants unilaterally. That's, in my opinion, a bad process. And if it yielded a, a good result, I just... I don't know. I just I and, and having him just double down and do the opposite. Yeah, he, he's already almost fatally compromised as a leader in my eyes anyway. Well, I, I think that's going to change. I mean, from what we've seen in the previews this time, it looks like he's going to step up, take a more active uh, in the co- I don't think it's a spoiler in the comics. Doesn't he bite somebody's nose off? Well, he ripped a, he bit someone's throat out in the the TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I, it, you know, I think that marks so, a more active Rick. So, he, is he a better wartime leader? And then in peace, he kind of sucks it all up. Seems like it, yeah. Or would he have been better off not to pull the farmer Rick routine and just stay the leader the whole time? That seems like what Herschel wanted him to do. Yeah, I I don't know what like going back and saying would he've been better off is tough. Okay. Um. I don't know if the governor would have been okay with either Rick. All right. So now we're ready to talk about our death predictions. Yep. Let's start with Rick. Our death predictions. What do you think? How likely this season, in this first half season, is Rick to die? Zero percent. Yep. I'm with you. Zero percent to die. Uh, Michonne, I'm going to say zero percent. Zero percent. Okay. Carl, zero percent. Zero percent. Carl's last man standing in my the way I see it. Like, okay. I think Carl will outlive it. If, if the... If The Walking Dead lasts longer than seven seasons, I could conce- conceivably see Carl as the star of the show and Rick dying. Yeah. All right, I buy that. How about Daryl? I think there is a 25% chance Daryl dies this half season and a 75% chance he dies at the end of season oh, five. Oh, man. Now, I've deliberately not read up a lot of the news because I was really afraid to see something like uh, Norman Reedus extended for three more seasons of Walking Dead, which would, you know, obviously thing. So I don't or also, you know, the other one is like, you know, ominously Norman Reedus 
has not, you know, there's been no talks with him um, and AMC execs about extending his contract. Or Norman Reedus signed on to new TV show. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I, I don't know, and I, I don't have any, I don't have any feeling for that. But what I said, and I think the last time we talked about this in the uh-huh. podcast was, you know, if if he had a standard TV contract, he had for five seasons. Mm-hmm. Norman Reedus is the kind of guy that would like probably like to do other things. He probably doesn't want to do Walking Dead for the rest of his life. Which Andrew Lincoln's kind of in that camp too. Yeah, he, a little less so though. I'm sure he, you know, he's probably getting paid the big bucks, and sure. he's the lead of the series. Sure, and, he gets to yeah. do the most interesting stuff, and yeah, and uh, you know, I can see where that'd be satisfying. I, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I won't go. See, I want to go a little bit lower than you. I think it's possible he will die this season. Uh, in the first half, maybe like ten percent. In the second half, maybe twenty five percent. Whoa! Yeah i I don't want to go seventy. Seventy five is high, man. That's. But what does that even mean? If he dies, I look like I'm 75% of a genius. If he doesn't die, yes. I'm 25% dumbass. Like, yes. what? <laughs> I mean, this is like... Right, none of this means much, but right. it's fun to do. Right. Uh, okay, how about Glenn and Maggie? Let's let's take them as a couple because uh, that's how we've done it in the past. I thought last year I said a 50-50 chance that one of them die. Yep. I'm going to say 100% chance oh. that one of them dies in season five, not the midseason. I have no okay. idea how to score that. Yeah. Um, you know, I could see – I could see – I, I feel like that they're going to have a major death at the end of this half season. Mm-hmm. It might be Daryl. It might be Glenn. Or it might be Maggie. Yeah. But so, whichever one doesn't fill that slot might go to the other slot. Yeah, I'm with you. I think they've got to have some kind of death this half season. And the likely Carol candidates could be that to death, me, though. Mm, yeah, Carol's. Tyrese could come be that death. Character. I feel like Glenn and Maggie are likely because their character arcs have kind of run their course a little bit. Um, I am over them. I'm fucking yeah. over Glenn well, and Maggie. Glenn went into the tunnel and you said, fuck this, I'm out. I mean, but even before that, Maggie single-minded, you know, uh, Beth who? You know, I <laughs> right. just, I just, I, they were not written as real characters. Uh-huh. And that was their charm. I felt like that they, you know, Glenn was a real nerdy guy. Yeah. And Maggie was a guy who's really skeptical of Glenn, but then later com- came to saw his worth. And that it was, was awesome. It was sweet. And then trying mm-hmm. to steal moments in the tower and it kind of being an open secret and Herschel being uncomfortable then supporting. I thought, oh, that's great. But I yeah. don't feel like they were real people in it, any part of last season, except, well, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. And except for the parts where they're still in the prison. And I just yeah. was over it. The last half of, of, of season four killed the greens for me. Makes a lot of sense. So I think they are ripe for the picking. I think one of them certainly and potentially both of them die together. And Beth isn't big enough for us to give a shit when she dies. No, I don't care about Beth. Like I said earlier, she's not that important of a character to me at all. Uh, The other kind of the other character who might go, I think, are likely to go is somebody in the new group like. Uh, Eugene or Rosita or Abraham, oh. one of them. There's a shot of Abraham falling to his knees in the middle of a road uh, in the trailer, and I think 
you know, somebody in their group dying might do that. They just don't have any stakes yet, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess I would be mildly surprised slash disappointed if Abraham dies because he's a cool character uh-huh. that we barely got to know. That's the thing. We don't know them well enough, I feel, for a death to pay off yet. So if they do a lot of stuff in episodes one through eight with them and then kill one at the end, I could see that working. Yeah, and if I was Gimple, I would worry about if I kill Eugene that you'd have like a fiesta cast type environment where people would be. <laughs> oh, we would. Or, or where people would be like, thank God, or like, you know, this is a maybe a funny guy that was kind of entertaining, but fuck him, and I'm, we're glad his mullet is dead. Yeah. That Ding would be dong, me. the mullet's dead. <laughs> Uh, how about Sasha and Bob? They're kind of pairing <sighs> off a little bit. Yeah, I, they're the new Maggie and Glenn. Seems like it. So I would be surprised if they died. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. like to see that happen. I think they need to keep... Uh, I, no, I I really like them. A yep. 0% chance for both of them. Okay. What about Tara? <sighs> <laughs> Has Tara run her course yet? As a character, Tara ran her course <laughs> at the first fist bump. <laughs> the the, uh, the the in the fall of the prison, uh, I, I again she didn't feel like a real. She felt like a more realistic character than Glenn, and I actually thought they had an interesting mm-hmm. um, non chemistry chemistry. Uh, does that make sense? Like I'm not trying to yeah, say when, when I say chemistry, I'm not prison. shipping them. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously she's a lesbian, and Glenn is in love with Maggie. But I thought they had a really good kind of chemistry and you know the the fact that she was this black sheep that was part of the prison dis- destruction but obviously we even saw it from our point of view didn't had really kind of gotten sick of it by the end and she lost really everything that she uh, have va- value her sister and her niece mm-hmm. um i i don't i don't know i guess i'm indifferent she's kind of on the cusp of becoming an interesting character which means I have no idea how to score her death because on the one <laughs> hand, it'd be a very easy, important death for them to cast off. But it wouldn't be very important. But it also yeah. wouldn't really you know, resonate with the with – the, but they also could really – in 16 episodes, they could mm-hmm. really take her a lot to make her death impactful. So I have no – her if, – if she was on Vegas, it would be off the boards. I have no idea how to – how about you? Okay. I, I'm, I pretty much feel the same way. I think they could do some interesting things with her character coming up. Um but as it stands, I wouldn't care if she died. Okay. Uh, she's kind of in the same boat as Beth to All me. Right. Uh, they're, they're roughly on par in my, my power schedule in my head. Uh, what about little baby ass kicker? That's the last one I want to talk about. <laughs> Judith. It seems like Judith is going <laughs> to, they're going to give her the full Mary Kate and Ashley treatment. We're going to oh, watch boy. her grow up on this goddamn show. D- do we see her in the preview? Do you remember seeing her anywhere in that preview? Uh, I thought that I saw Tyrese lugging her around like he does. Okay. And his Moby rap or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I I get so much hate mail every single time I say this, but I just don't think babies and the apocalypse mix. Unless they're zombies, and then they do. <laughs> Unless you're on Z Nation, it's still ridiculous. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's... Again, I don't like the writers having that emotional cheap heat that they can just call on and put on tap anytime they want to get the audience involved. It's like, well, I'll put Judith in danger. Yeah. Man, fuck that. So I don't know. If they don't kill her this season, though, she looks like, it was, again, it's going to be Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Could be. All right, that's that's about oh, it. No, we didn't characters. talk about Carol and Tyrese. I mentioned in passing. Oh, I thought that another... was us talking about them. Okay. 
there's another shipping possibility. Sure. Tyrese and Carol being on the road, uh, you know, with this, uh, with little baby ass kicker, mm-hmm. uh, I-, I could see them getting a relationship going, yeah. which would be a quadrangle if you threw Beth and Daryl back into the mix. So how fucking weird would this be? Tyrese is the guy who wants Carol thrown out of the camp when they're in the uh-huh. prison. Now they come back, they have a relationship, and Tyrese is a guy who doesn't want her thrown out, but Rick wants to. That would be <laughs> kind of interesting. Depends on how they write it and, and all sure, that. Yeah, but yeah. I no, I mean I could I, I could be down with that and I would there's another here's another I wish we could talk comic book spoilers because there's actually an interesting plot line um that might come to play that they might shift it around with what characters they're they're doing it with. So but I can't do anything more than say that really cryptic line. Okay. Uh, but what, so what do you, you think their death odds are? Oh man. I think Carol's fairly likely to die at this point. Her character has gone on a serious journey. Sure. That feels like it's almost at its end. Uh, I'm going to give her an 80% chance to die this season. So I kind of want to do a branching logic thing where if, oh boy. <laughs> if they, if they put Tyrese and Carol together, Mm-hmm. I'm going to give one of them a 100% chance of death. If they never take off as a couple, then I'm going to give Carol a 50% chance of death and Tyrese zero. Okay. Yeah, I feel like Tyrese has not played out his arc yet. Okay. Uh, So he's probably zero in my head, but I think Carol's likely to go. All right. Fair enough. I think that's it. All right. Well, uh... So if you'd like to give us feedback and tell us where we got things wrong, you can do so at watchingdead at baldmove.com. Uh, of course, we'll always uh, be having our live watches. Not a live watches. Uh, we'll have our live show threads on facebook.com slash baldmove. Uh, we will be doing our instant takes uh, live for Patreon, uh, mem- uh, for, for Patreon subscribers. And uh, we'll have it out within an hour or so for the non-Patreon folks to listen to in podcast form. Uh, if you'd like to support Bald Move and what we're doing, we the aforementioned patreon.com slash baldmove and subbable.com slash baldmove. That's always in our show notes if you want to check out that and see what you can get in exchange for becoming a backer or a patron. Uh, we really, really love uh, when, it use, when you use our Amazon affiliate link at amazon.baldmove.com. You know it works if you, if you wind up at Amazon after you type that in. And the only difference between that and going to Amazon directly is now you've preloaded your shopping cart with Bald Move Love. Anything you order on that session, we'll get a teeny tiny cut of. And uh, Jeff Bezos hates it. He does. He, he re- screams. Yeah, I got a voicemail from him the other day. Really? Pissed about those pennies. They it, He sweats out that copper like, like Christ <laughs> did blood in the Garden of Gethsemane. It's really amazing that he does... <laughs> The program at all, considering so his much, hate for losing pennies. So much psychic pain it costs <laughs> him when we vacuum those pennies. But we're all about bringing the pain to Jeff Bezos. Uh, Amazon.baldmove.com. Of course, you can rate and review us on iTunes. I would really appreciate it if you guys check out my book. Uh, it's cool thing is you can preview like a good 10, 15% of it absolutely free. I It's DRM free. Like I've always been the guy that's like this fucking DRM shit is bullshit. It's customer unfriendly. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. This thing has got no digital rights, encryption, or anything. Once you buy it, it's yours. It's also signed up for the Kindle lending program, so you can lend it to any other Kindle user. Nice. Uh, you can share it with How people. How about the Kindle Unlimited? 
It's free on Kindle Unlimited if you Ooh. got that. It's it's pretty easy to get. It's two ninety nine if you want to uh, check it out. Uh, but uh, I worked fairly hard on it and would appreciate if if you do buy it, give me a rating review on that too. Why not? Sure. Anything else we need to talk about? No, I think that's check it. back every goddamn day to baldmove.com during the month of October, <laughs> and there's going to be something there for you. Yep. Uh, we might want to get an official schedule page or something so people can keep track of it. But uh, pretty excited. Can't wait till uh, this Sunday, right? Yeah, starting up in five days. Wow. Like that. Wow. Yep. Get hype, man. Get hype. Already there. All right. I've thanks. achieved maximum hype. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will be back right after the show on Sunday. Until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. See ya.